How's it going, Jets fans? It's Ryan Moran coming to you here on a Wednesday with another episode of Fireside Jets. Today, we're going to do a little film room work on one of the top free agent safeties that's currently set to hit the market from the Philadelphia Eagles and TJ Gardner-Johnson. Obviously, there is a chance that he ends up getting franchise tagged, but just for the moment with, you know, some unknowns, obviously, there with their cap situation being pretty tight, you know, we'll go over some clips here of one of the top safeties that the Jets could possibly pursue this free agency. Obviously, the safety position is a huge need for the Jets and one that they could certainly address in free agency with some premium resources. So, you know, just a little bit of a background on C.J. Gardner-Johnson. Um, you know, he's a 2019 fourth-round draft pick of the Saints. Spent the first three years of his career there and was ended up uh, tra being traded to the Eagles shortly before the 2022 regular season started. Um, in four years, he's played 55 games. The real issue, just from a durability standpoint with him, has been – you know, each of the last years, he's only played in 12 games each in each of 2021 and 22 seasons. So, you know, availability the last two years has been a bit of a worry with him. Um, but from a production standpoint, when he's on the field, I mean, all four years of his career, he's had at least seven pass breakups with a career high of 13. Um, in just 12 games, like I said, in 2022, he had six interceptions. And obviously the Jets defense, you know, in order for them to improve from being fourth overall to being the best next year, you know, takeaways are going to be a pretty huge point of emphasis. Obviously, the Jets only had two in the final seven games. So in that regard alone, C.J. Gardner-Johnson would be, you know, huge. And we'll see some of his ball skills and some of the film caught-ups that I have for you guys. Um, you know, and then the three games I studied of him were week five at Arizona, week six against Dallas, and week 10 against Washington. Um, like I said, there's some caught-ups. I have nine uh, specifically, and we'll go into different parts of his game. Um, in terms of his strengths and weaknesses, I mean, there's a whole lot to like. I mean, He's obviously a very young player who just turned 25. So you, you have youth and upside on, you know, uh, somebody like him if the Jets were to go after him. Um, the versatility that he offers, we'll see in, you know, some of the clips. I mean, this is a guy that can really align just about anywhere, um, whether it's as a single high free safety in the post, if it's as a strong safety down in the box, um, in the slot on receivers, on the end of the line of scrimmage against tight ends. Um, and some split, you know, two deep looks. You, you see him playing to both the close and the open side of the formation. So he really can play just about anywhere. Um, you know, from there, I mean, the really only concern I had just kind of studying his game uh, was just some inconsistency in terms of his tackling. He's not necessarily a bad tackler. He's not um, lacking any physicality to his game. He just at times struggles to wrap up. That was really the only weakness I had. Um, some of his other strengths before we get into the film – um, he's pretty quick and can change direction pretty well. He's got some hip fluidity to his movement. Uh, he can play in both man and zone coverage. He's got, you know, some really good range on the back end. Like I said, he's got ball skills, as we'll see, really, you know, impressive ball skills and the ability to take the ball away. Um, he's physical and can play the run, which we'll see. Like I said, his tackling just comes from, you know, a, a lack of wrapping as much as anything. Um, mentally, you know, I, I was impressed with his ability to process things. He can read and react and, Really, from there, he takes pretty sound pursuit angles, which we'll see in one specific clip. So, overall, I mean, he he offers a ton to like, you know, the, the ability to take the ball away, the ability to play in man coverage, um, you know, his range on the back end. I mean, there's so much to, you know, really like about CJ, CJ Gardner-Johnson. And, you know, excited to uh, go over some of these clips as we'll get into it here. So, as we'll see in this first clip here, he's working his way down into the box, and he's going to have man coverage responsibilities on Rondell Moore, a receiver who's aligned in the backfield here. As we'll see, you know, he shows some pretty good patience and he stays square with his feet, really waits for more to commit one way. And once he does, as you see here, he shows just some of his bursts, his ability to quickly break down 
ends up making a good play on the ball here. Um, here we'll see, you know, he's, like I said, got the ability to play on the end of the line of scrimmage and man up against tight ends like we see here against Zach Ertz. Um, you know, he's definitely got the ability to match up in man coverage against anybody. And we'll see in this specific clip, he's up top to the trip side of the formation, uh, aligned over C.D. Lamb, who's in the number three. Um, I want to say this was the third down as well. So, you know, he's got that ability in, you know, key situations to really man up against running backs, wide receivers, and tight ends. Um, in terms of his range, you know, this was probably the best clip from the three games on tape that I studied, as we'll see here. He's aligned in the post as a single high free safety. Cowboys go with the deep drop off play action. And you can see up top, he's obviously in the middle of the field. You know, he reads Cooper Rush and really breaks on the ball pretty well. And, you know, he shows not only some of the speeds, but really just the ball skills and, you know, the ability to take the ball away in these types of situations. Obviously, the throw is impacted by the rush. But still, you know, nonetheless, a good play by Gardner Johnson in which he showcases some visibility to really cover ground as a single high pre-safety in the post here. So in this clip here, we'll see he is up top in Eagles' too high safety look. They go with the split look here deep, and he's playing to the field side of the formation up top, you know, with his range being able to cover a little bit more ground and, you know, a too deep look. As we'll see here, he backpedals initially off the snap. And as at that point there, you know, he opens up his hips as he sees McLaurin getting deep and, you know, really gets in position. And like I said, his ball skills are really impressive and it shows up here. As we'll see in this clip here, he's again, you know, playing deep. Uh, the Eagles go with two high safeties and he's playing around the same part of the field again here um, in terms of just his ability to break on the ball. Again, you see his range, his ability to cover some ground and, you know, a pretty tight condensed area and to break up the pass. The really only concern I had studying CJ Gardner Johnson's game, and it wasn't anything too concerning as we'll see in the play actually after this one. But on this play here, I mean, you do see, you know, the Cowboys go with the play action and he freezes a little bit off the snap, which is fine. And he ends up taking a good pursuit angle up top. Um, you know, he goes pretty flat, you know, to really get himself in good position, but one of his issues at times was just really wrapping up and finishing plays. He gets freezed up just a bit by the play action, but ends up, you know, taking it, like I said, a good pursuit angle, really gets over the top, as you see, but just really doesn't get low enough and doesn't wrap. So that, that was really the only issue I saw, you know, on a few specific plays. Um, but again, on this one, we'll see, you know, he works his way down into the box and shows his ability to play against the run. You see his physicality here. And when he goes low, you know, he is a physical tough player. And I think people really got to see that in the Super Bowl. You know, one of the areas of strengths to C.J. Gardner-Johnson's game that jumped out to me was just his ability mentally to process things, read and react in real time. And when push comes to shove, ultimately take sound pursuit angles to the point. As we'll see here, the Cardinals go with a little slot screen. And, you know, there's some space there at the bottom of the screen outside the numbers, as you can see. Um, as the Eagles are really flowing to the ball here, you know, CJ Garden Johnson recognizes that space outside. And as you can see, he ends up cutting off. I want to say that's Rondell Moore's angle here and forces him back inside to get to see it from this angle. You know, his ability to really drive work downhill. Um, he, this was a two minute situation. So you see the space that's to the outside. Obviously the runner is going to look to get out of bounds. Gardner Johnson sees that there's, you know, a void on the outside, really no help to, you know, make a stop. And he does a good job after initially breaking down of, you know, adapting and really getting outside and forcing more, you know, back inside, funnel him to the help. So just his ability mentally to process some of those things and take good pursuit angles was definitely a strength of CJ Gardner Johnson's game. All right, Jets fans, I hope you all enjoyed that film room. 
uh, session there with CJ Gardner Johnson, one of the best free agent safeties at the moment, you know, barring a franchise tag that gets assigned to him that could potentially be had out there on the market. You know, a young 25 year old player with really a complete versatile skill set, very few weaknesses and offers this jet secondary, just the opportunity to really somehow get better. I mean, the jets obviously had, you know, one of, if not the best cornerback trios in the NFL last year. And to really get a true difference making safety, you know, alongside Jordan Whitehead there at the strong safety position, you know, could potentially give this Jets secondary that final piece it needs. Um, you know, he's probably, as a young player and a pretty elite player, he's probably going to end up commanding at least a three- or four-year contract if he does end up hitting the market that's probably in the range of 12 to $15 million a year if I had to take a guess. So obviously some pretty premium, you know, dollars that would go his way. But I think as you saw, you know, in this little breakdown here, I mean, this is a guy with the ability to, really be a difference maker, make it make plays, you know, all over the field in a bunch of different ways, offer, you know, a multiple skill set. And it would be pretty awesome, you know, for the Jets to be able to add CJ Gardner Johnson this offseason. Well, I hope you all enjoyed that episode. And, you know, don't forget to like and subscribe. And I'll be back with some more Fireside Jets content. Have a great day, Jets Nation.